Hi friends, welcome back. It's just me today, it's just Robin. And I thought, you know what, let's take a break from Second Kings and talk about the Holy Week, which is what we're in right now. It's the week leading up to Jesus's death and resurrection. Uh, I'm currently recording this Sunday night, so we're going to be talking about Palm Sunday and Holy Monday. And then we'll just continue through the week and just kind of get a basic understanding of what the Holy Week is. Now, of course, you can go into the New Testament and read into greater detail um, what happened. It's going to be found in uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John because the they kind of parallel each other. So you can learn uh, something a little bit different in Mark, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John because each of the books was aimed towards a, a different audience at the time. So let's get started. So there's not going to be any, um, any Second Kings episodes this week. We'll bring that back next week. I'm just going to be reading some verses from the Bible. We're just going to stick straight to the Bible. Now, as a note in the Bible, it said Jesus's final week before he was crucified was spent in and around Jerusalem. Beginning with the triumphal entry, Jesus continued to teach his followers and challenge the corrupt religious authorities who had rejected his message. And then as we get into Palm Sunday, we'll start with Matthew chapter 21 verses 5 through 9. And it says, Tell the people of Jerusalem, Look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. Most of the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Jesus was in the center of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God for the Son of David. Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in highest heaven. And then in Mark chapter 11, verse 11, it says, So Jesus came to Jerusalem and went into the temple. After looking around carefully at everything, he left because it was late in the afternoon. Then he returned to Bethany with the 12 disciples. And then I looked it up. Bethany and Jerusalem were about two miles away from each other. Now let's get into some notes. The, one of the notes from Matthew 21.8 says, This verse is one of the few places where the Gospels record that Jesus' glory is recognized on earth. Jesus boldly rode as the king of peace, and the crowd gladly joined him. But these same people would bow to political pressure and desert him in just a few days. This same crowd cried out, Crucify him, when Jesus stood on trial only a few days later. Today we celebrate this event on Palm Sunday. That day should remind us to guard against superficial acclaim for Christ. And the note for Luke chapter 19 verses 35 through 40 it says, Christians celebrate this event on Palm Sunday. The people lined the road praising God, waving palm branches, and throwing their cloaks in front of the colt as it passed before them. Long live the king was the meaning behind their joyful shouts because they knew that Jesus was intentionally fulfilling the prophecy in Zechariah 9.9, which says, Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. To announce that he was indeed the Messiah, Jesus chose a time when all Israel would be gathered at Jerusalem, a place where huge crowds could see him, and a way of pro proclaiming his mission that was unmistakable. The people went wild. They were sure their liberation was at hand. The people who were praising God for giving them a king had the wrong idea about Jesus. 
They expected him to be a national leader who would restore their nation to its former glory. Thus, they were deaf to the words of their prophets and blind to Jesus' real mission. When it became apparent that Jesus was not going to fulfill their hopes, many people turned against him. The Pharisees thought the crowd's words were sacrilegious and blasphemous. They didn't want someone challenging their power and authority, and they didn't want a revolt that would bring the Roman army down on them. So they asked Jesus to keep his people quiet. But Jesus said that if the people were quiet, the stones would burst into cheers. Why? Not because Jesus was setting up a powerful political kingdom, but because he was establishing God's eternal kingdom, a reason for the greatest celebration of all. And then finally, the note for John chapter 12, verse 13 says, Jesus began his last week on earth by riding into Jerusalem on a donkey under a canopy of palm branches with crowds hailing him as their king. To announce that he was indeed the Messiah, Jesus chose a time when all Israel would be gathered at Jerusalem, a place where huge crowds could see him and a way of proclaiming his mission that was unmistakable. So that's kind of an overview of Palm Sunday. And now we move into Holy Monday. We'll start with Luke chapter 19 verses 45 through 48 which says that then Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the people selling animals for sacrifices. He said to them, the scriptures declare, my temple will be a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. After that, he taught daily in the temple, but the leading priests, the teachers of religious law and the other leaders of the people began planning how to kill him. But they could think of nothing because all the people hung on every word he said. And then we have some notes. The note for Mark 11 verses 15 through 17 says, Money changers and merchants did big business during Passover. Their stalls were set up in the temple's court of the Gentiles, making it all but impossible for non-Jews to spend any time in worship. Jesus became angry because God's house had become a place of extortion and a barrier to Gentiles who wanted to worship. The note for Luke 19:47 says, who were the other leaders of the people? This group probably included wealthy leaders in politics, commerce, and law. They had several reasons for wanting to get rid of Jesus. He had damaged business in the temple by driving the merchants out. In addition, he was preaching against injustice, and his teaching often favored the poor over the rich. Furthermore, his great popularity was in danger of attracting Rome's attention and the leaders of Israel wanted as little as possible to do with Rome. That pretty much sums up Holy Monday. But then I thought we could read John chapter 12, verses 44 through 50. And this section is titled, Jesus Summarizes His Message. Jesus shouted to the crowds, If you trust me, you are trusting not only me, but also God who sent me. For when you see me, you are seeing the one who sent me. I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. I will not judge those who hear me, but don't obey me, for I have come to save the world and not to judge it. But all who reject me and my message will be judged on the day of judgment by the truth I have spoken. I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know his commands lead to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. That's all I have for, for Sunday and Monday. We'll come back on Tuesday and then continue through the week and just kind of talk about what happens on every day of the, of the, of the Holy Week. Thank you for joining me and we will catch you next time. Have 
a blessed day.